Hi there! I'm Missy Information. On August 1st, I was challenged by Alice Lee of the Bat Month podcast to watch the film Twilight, four minutes every day during the entirety of the month. I decided to do it, because who am I to say no to someone on the internet? And thus began Twagust. Hello there, and welcome to day three of Twagust. I'm Missy Information, and you are joining me on my journey through the movie Twilight. Tonight, the minutes 8 through 12. We're going to get started pretty soon with the film, because I don't have too many more insights from what I watched yesterday. I thought about the movie a little bit more today, and really just reframing it in the context of this sort of coming-of-age school drama that has been introduced that is what we have so far, so I'm going to remove the anticipation of supernatural elements, remove the anticipation of Robert Patterson, and just accept where we at, where we are at in the film, which is a bully has just kicked a chair out from underneath another student in the cafeteria. That's where we are at here at the beginning of Minute 8 in Twilight, this wonderful teenage drama that we have. We're going to start the film at a countdown of three, two, one, boop. Still can't believe Anna Kendrick is in this. I told one of my other friends that, and he also had the same reaction I did, which was, wait, Anna Kendrick is in that? Oh, so we have the photography student. We know she's a little bit of a nerd because she has glasses. My sister was a photography student in high school, and it was her personality for a little bit. So I understand this trope of a character. Eating disorders. Oh, that's a bomb to drop. So Bella is blending in, but she's looking outside because she can't relate. Oh, she wants to know who those popular students looking at her. Not even popular students, they're just like I guess because they were pale. That's the only thing that can stick out about them is their paleness. Foster kids. Well, I mean, it's quite obvious they're vampires. Like, I'm not even gonna try and pretend that that supposition hasn't been made. So, <laughs> I do I do enjoy the discussion of the legality of this foster situation and whether or not these people are related to each other and romance. That's just... Forbidden foster love is such a weird trope. Dr. Collins is a foster dad slash matchmaker. matchmaker sorry. I think that might be something that comes up. And here he is. Wow. I should not have stopped my anticipation of Robert Patterson. Here he is. Pale mother. That hair is height. How much, what was the gel department on this? Or gel department, the gel budget on this? I'm not sure. We're just past minute 10, so we're halfway through today's watching already. Oh, she is lip-biting. She loves him, but he looks away. Oh, no. Forbidden love. I wonder what possible situation he has that could cause that. 
oh my god, she literally walks past a fan that, like, blows on her hair. And he has to, like, oh boy. He's covering his mouth. Is because he's cringing at what's happening like I am? I really don't know what that was. Oh. Oh, he still has his hand over his mouth because she's going to sit next to him. Oh. If you hear that meow in the background, that's our cat Amsterdam. He desperately wants out despite the fact that it's past 11 p.m. our time. And she won't take a mystery substance from a strange boy, which is a very good uh, life lesson to learn. Okay, the amount of eye-fucking going on in here is, like... Their eye communication is intense, and I, I know eye communication. I love looking through people's eyes in there, but this is, for me, even the amount, that's... Okay, so I'm gonna have, the eyes are the windows of the face, it seems, in Twilight, so I'm really gonna have to pay attention to who's making eye contact with who, and for how long and why, because we're approaching minute 12, and so far... Most of what has happened involves uh, getting to know this strange vampiric family with rumors and no real details. And at the end of minute 12, Bella has entered the school office, saw that, uh, that Edward was there, that he left, and so she left, and they have had quite a classroom time eye-banging. Interesting. So, mm. I'm understanding why this level of faux sexuality leaning into sensuality would appeal to like a certain demographic. I don't even need like I. That's not even meant to be a loaded statement because I don't even know what that demographic would be. Like, I know there are people out there that, th- like, this sort of weird non-tension is the most tense thing that you can do. And so far for me, it's um, interesting. We'll say the least. I don't know where it's going to lead to. So now that we've had our introduction of Robert Patterson, uh, we have begun the thesis here of part of the podcast which is why robert patterson very curious in the next four minutes what we're going to learn about him because what i've learned right now is he loves avoiding eye contact which is a quality i can relate to i have nothing else i'm i'm a little baffled by what i just saw i am in for a treat to say the least I hope you're on a treat with this journey with me. You can continue listening in. I realized here by the third episode, I should probably do what a good podcast host does and plug their socials. Uh, I pretty much only really do Twitter. I'm boring that way. So you can follow me at, at Miss Missy Info. That's Missy with an I. M-I-S-S-M-I-S-S-I-I-N-F-O. At Miss Missy Info. Uh, you can follow that for all of my bland Twitter musings, as well as updates here on the Twagast podcast and some upcoming projects, which I will be recording, uh, including the pilot episode of a podcast involving a certain 1960s comic book TV show. 
I'll leave that little teaser out there as if you couldn't figure out the riddle that I've left you. And with that, take care everyone.